Last time on Home, an HBO Boys D&D experience. This is a full-length actual play campaign. We have Chad. Adam's also here. And James is a generational talent whose entertainment nips are never not hard. And I am Ryan, your humble DM, and by far the person on this show who has the most personal attacks aimed at him on Apple Podcast Reviews. It is summer 2022, and us four boys gather at my house within our hometown to reminisce about old times. We are all high school friends, and now in our mid-30s, living out the ultimate dream, having a semi-popular recap and review podcast. So I got here on a bicycle. You haven't seen me in a long time, and you're a little shocked about the shabbiness of my dress and the state my teeth are in. And the other thing that impresses you is that I am a taut 155 pounds. <laughs> wow, Ryan, this is a beautiful place you've got. This is much better than than the commuter line. I mean, where I'm, the house I'm staying in. I step out of my DeLorean. Do like a little once-over check, make sure I'm looking spiffy, and I walk in the door. Oh, one more thing. Big, bushy beard. Well, I have been living in the commuter lot for the past 30 days. I spent a lot of time locked up in Japan. So I round the corner of your road, and I run over the bicycle... And I smash straight into the DeLorean with my Audi. Let's go get a chicken parm from Sally D's for old time's sake. And as we are there, the ground begins to shake violently beneath us. And we witness a spire of white light shoot up from the ground and up through the clouds. You arrive across the street and within that short amount of time, Clinton is now heck on earth. Abraham Pearson's statue has come to life. You must take the last sliver of my power because you four are now tasked with saving our town. My name's Umph. You must be Abe's heroes. I was told about you very like recently, like 10 minutes ago, and then ordered to go capture you. Isn't that great? Who was, who sent you, by the way? Uh, Mayor Tessa Van Gorp. A noise happens all of a sudden, a motorcycle being driven by a big humanoid. It seems eight feet tall, but no distinct features whatsoever and long, shaggy black hair. More powerful than I assumed you'd be. My name is Tessa. You're the mayor. And why don't you come along with me? So here are a few things. Number one, I'm super fucking psyched with how last episode came out. I really yeah, liked great. it. And I have, n- there is no but here. It just, it was really good. You guys fucking killed it. Um, Ryan could use some work. The character? Always hard to like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just as the way he talks is bad and it's not good. Anyway. Oh. But he's, okay. he's going to work on it. I had a, I had a meeting with him. Did you tell him that he sounds like he has a punchable face? Yes. That is a common... You know what, Chad? You are not the first one to say that. And like an effeminate joker? My my dad used to say that to me. (laughs) You know, Ryan... Ryan, you're an effeminate joker. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. 
Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Home, an HBO Boys D&D experience. A new actual play campaign brought to you by your local HBO Boys. If you'd like to help us out monetarily, you can visit us at patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get these episodes early, plus bonus content, but only if you pay us. That's the whole thing. That's how it works. And now for episode 2 of Home. Some quick housekeeping. Uh, You boys have some inventory ads that I'd like you to remember. James, you have 39 blueberries. I would never forget that. Right. 39. I wrote 80. (laughs) That's too many, Adam. (laughs) Adam, you have a first aid kit, and Chad has bandages. Also, you have two kinds of Ben and Jerry's that has to be melting at this point. Chad has tonight dough, and Adam has Americone Dream. Americone dream. I mean, I think it's it's been a couple in-game minutes, and it's June. If you haven't eaten those by now, they're not going to be good anymore. Oh, yeah, I think no, we should I, start I, off immediately eating ice cream. I cracked that open as soon as I picked it up. What are you, waiting to eat your ice cream? Jeez. I didn't know. You the, you didn't make that clear, so I was... Well, no, the, the power was out. You got to eat the ice cream. Right. He just went right in with his hand, right in the freaking... I will, I will allow that retcon, because narratively, it does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> we just walk out of um, Ethan Allen with ice cream all over our faces. <laughs> in fact, you never got into Ethan Allen. We never Allen. got in. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's right. The, uh, CBS. Sorry. Yes. But we did end behind Ethan Allen. Uh, but, but, but before we get to find wait, out wait. what's up. I like, I like that Adam thought that we got our Ben and Jerry's at Ethan Allen. No, I knew we were there and just eat, like, just, you know, I don't know. I got a sofa and Cherry Garcia. That was one of my favorite right. favorite parts when you were, when Adam was like, Cherry Garcia, and Chad was like, damn it, now I can't God get Cherry it, Garcia. Now I can't do it. <laughs> Only one of us. That'll be a copier. <laughs> but before we find out what Tess has done with you all, we have a super sweet flashback sequence. We see Adam. In front of his house as a child. Adam, what is going on here in this scene from your past? Yes, well, <clears throat> it was a warm and sunny Saturday morning, like any other Saturday morning. May 15th, 1999. I was 11 years old, vibrant, vocal, and full of happiness. I had just eaten my breakfast and drank a glass of ice-cold 2% farm-fresh milk from old Aldo Wendo's place right up the road in Killingworth. You know, the farm we used to visit all the time. I put a chewy bar in my pocket and I was ready to set off on my bike to meet up Ryan at his house. But I saw Jason and Garrett Bolston, my neighbors and the meanest kids this side of Route 1, patiently waiting for me at the end of my driveway. I was nervous and they knew it. I did my best to ride up the grass around and pass them, but Jason was too quick on his feet. He sprinted towards me and I lost track of my direction and I ran straight into the water well sticking out of the ground. It caused me to do a super sweet misty flip head over heels and onto the grass below, smashing my knee in an unfortunately placed rock sticking out of the ground. The wind knocked out of me. I was bleeding and defeated. And I yelled at in pain as I figures of Jason and Garrett started walking towards me. They laughed, made fun of me, saying I couldn't even ride a bike. But I got to my feet as quickly as I could and Garrett said, Since you can't even ride, this bike's mine! And you're never getting it back. He turned and began to ride away slowly with Jason in tow on the back wheel pegs. I glanced to the side and noticed I left my bowling bag sitting out by the garage door yesterday and I did the only thing that I could do. I bolted towards it. 
I grabbed the ball and I held it in my hands. How about one more title, sweetness? I whispered as I wound up and whipped the 12-pound sphere in their direction. Just narrowly missed. You ride a bike like you throw a ball, shouted Jason. Yeah, badly, continued Garrett as they rode off and out of sight. To avoid humiliation, I never rode a bike again. I began hating them, truly hating them. I was terrified and enraged all at once, and I didn't know how to handle it. I spent my youth training, bowling. I got better, more accurate, and became a junior all-star, and eventually, a national competitor. Oh, shit. Who's laughing now? (laughs) Me, I guess. End scene. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there's there's a reason behind the destruction of the bike. Yes. Yes, Chad. Yeah. I truly, truly hate them. He saw James's bike earlier this day and with red in his eyes and then slammed into a DeLorean for whatever reason. And then chose to slam into the story for why. Yeah. You crashed into Chad's car. <laughs> no, that was a choice I made. Remember? Yeah. He's just <laughs> Cause I'm an amazing driver, but I chose, I chose to drive directly into the DeLorean. Yeah. As Chad said, he's just an asshole. Like uh, maybe he's it was just, just because asshole. I'm jealous and I really wanted one myself. <laughs> oh, well, Thank you for that, Adam, for that glimpse into your past. That is it was it was jarring that it sounded jarring and it it has helped inform who you are today. I'm glad you all stand in the office of Mayor Tessa Van Gorp. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I know. And (laughs) I'm aware. Uh. James. First things first, when's the last time you took a blueberry? Uh, Not since I first got them. Okay, so a, a bit ago. So you all, and I know Chad immediately was like, that's not where we were. That's a good point, <laughs> Chad. I 100% agree with you. The last time we left you, you three were behind an Ethan Allen and mm-hmm. talking to uh, Mayor Tessa Von Gorp. But so here's this thing. Mm-hmm. I would like for you guys... To be in her office now, but what I will say is, for that to have happened, you all would have had to agree to do so, and perhaps you just wouldn't have agreed, but Mm. I would like you to be there. (laughs) Right on. Okay. I appreciate that, Chad. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It took too long last week, so we didn't get where we needed to get to. (laughs) I swear this is the last time I will ever do this. Don't lie. I want to insight check the DM. Okay, roll. <laughs> I got an eight. You got an eight. You believe me. And <laughs> okay. You, but perhaps you shouldn't. <laughs> you three are in an office in the town hall. In front of you is Mayor Tessa Van Gorp as she lurches around. She keeps hitting her head on things, hanging off the walls, and sometimes even the ceiling. But she barely reacts to it and never takes her eyes off of you three. Outside of Mayor Tessa's office, there are a cavalcade of creatures that are also gray, nondescript, eight-foot-tall, bipedal nightmares. They're all fast-walking. They all are holding pieces of paper and murmuring to each other. The office that you now stand in seems to be what it was. I mean, most likely none of you have ever been in the first selectman slash mayor's office in the town hall, but it's hard for you to imagine that she has done anything extracurricular with this room. There's a desk and chairs that look like they were bought in the early 90s, motivational posters, and a rug that's too thick, and it covers most of the floor. To your right, yeah, it's 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 too thick. It's dummy thick. It's You know what, Adam? 
Yeah. I picked the wrong adjective and I will acquiesce to your request. It is dummy thick. <laughs> to your right is another creature that looks like her. This one, though, has spiky black hair and has a tool belt of sorts on. He's finishing up a spiral staircase in the corner that looks to be newly installed. To the right of that staircase is a black steel door that looks out of place. And to your left in the corner is a seemingly morose version of Umph, the 15-foot-tall, humanoid, iron-clad monster <laughs> that you charmed last time. Has it been an hour since uh, I cast that spell? Yeah, it's been an hour on okay. the dot. <laughs> but I don't think you have to worry about this guy right now. He is no longer wielding his gigantic sword, and he used to have two horns, but since you last saw him, one of them is now missing. He looks towards the ground hmm. and looks sad as all fuck. So as we walk in, I'm going to be like, it's so nice of you to offer to take us to Disneyland. You just got to get some stuff before we go. Is We're going to go to Disneyland after this, right? <laughs> Who are you talking to, Tess or Um? I'm talking to Tess. Yeah. Why else oh. would we have come with you? That's a great question. You're right. Disneyland is Umero Numo 2. I know how to do it. That's right, guys. We're going to Disneyland. This day's starting to get better. Yeah. Yeehaw. Weirdly enough, Disneyland, the one in LA, not World, the one in Orlando. Yeah, I've never been to the one in in California. Right. Across the nation. Right. Yeah, we're going to go to Disneyland. I'd like to go that one, too. Yeah, let's do it. Tess speaks up. (laughs) I want you to know that we're not going to kill you. So that's That's positive. positive. (laughs) We said that simultaneously. That's fine. Yeah, we did. (laughs) You know, and this is something that you have to learn about this place. We don't punish survivors around here. That's not our vibe. No, we celebrate survivors here in heck on earth. But if you're going to be around, you must prove to be useful. Okay? (laughs) And to that end, I have a little job for you three. Would you be willing to help me out? Mm, so long as you're going to pay us under the table, uh, I got a lot of undeclared income I don't want to have to mix up. <laughs> I just like all my red tape destroyed from pre-heck on earth. Right. You know, it's funny you bring up red tape and undeclared income because <laughs> the job that I would like you to accomplish for me today is, well, this is heck after all. Sure, it's an extrapolation of heck now on earth, but... There are still taxes to be paid. The... Bullshit! Whoa, Jesus. (laughs) Fuck that shit. (laughs) Adam, uh, this is Tess talking. Are you okay? Taxes suck. (laughs) Why the fuck would I pay more taxes in this fucking town? I have great news for you. They're not your taxes to pay. Oh, okay. That's Jets chill. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We have, since this afternoon, lost our first tax collector. Uh, We sent him out, and... He got acid poured in his mouth, his eyes stabbed out, and then uh, he was speared to a retaining wall this afternoon. So so you guys are in, if you're willing to do so. I have three questions. Whoa. My first question yeah. is, so you said survivors, and you said that some of your men have been attacked. Are you saying there are other survivors besides us? Or, you know, Chad... Just from the way that you handled Umph last time. Not last time. She doesn't know episodic things happen. <laughs> back in episode one. Yeah. Back, in, back in episode one. You're an inquisitive type. And I like that. And your questions will be answered soon enough. 
Can everybody roll a perception check for me right now? Yes. And I get a bonus of something. Mm. Um, I got a 12. I must be, I must be coming down. Perception's <laughs> quite high. James gets a 19. Chad gets a 12. Adam, you get a 12 as well. Okay, good. So you all pick up on this, but James more so than the other two. While Tess is talking, the door to the right of the staircase, the new, what it seems like new black door that has been installed in this office, just had a flash of purple light happen behind it momentarily. Tess doesn't seem to notice or doesn't seem to care. But out of your periphery, you do see that occur. My second question. Sure. Is... (laughs) So you know what's going on here. (laughs) I wouldn't be a very good mayor if I didn't. Okay, so what's going on here? That's a very broad question with with a lot of answers. I, you know... What happened to all the people? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'll say, Chad, is if you do this ongoing favor for me, you will find out. And I implore you, don't try anything. Mm violently ambitious and we will stick to the accord that we hopefully are coming up with here today if you three go out and collect taxes for me i will pay you in fact i'll pay you three lots every time you come back with these applicable taxes and what's a lot oh (laughs) yes yes you you are new lots are Mm, mm-hmm. Heck on earth currency. Oh, good. I would not try to give any of your paper or plastic money to any local demons. They will immediately attack you. But lots do go a long way around here. And your first assignment will be collecting taxes from, let's see here. She ruffles around some paperwork on her desk. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Our tax collector earlier was not able to take care of this one, so it will be the first one we are sending you to. Uh, it seems as though Bonkers and The Jump do owe, and they are outstanding even before they came here. You get their taxes, bring them back here, and I'll pay you. Does that seem fair? What if well, we don't? I, I, to be honest, uh, we're already kind of doing a favor for talking statue, and <laughs> I don't want to have to be doing too many favors at the same time. It's just going to get confusing. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Uh, talking statue. You speak of Abe, correct? No. Uh, very, very hard topic change, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Mayor. <laughs> Question. Do demons shit and piss? Yes, no. <laughs> Easy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of shitting and a lot of pissing all the time. Okay. That is then can you direct questions. me to the, the nearest demon little boy's room? Because I need to piss. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, James, yeah, the first door on your right when you leave this office is a human piss and shit establishment that you can sure as heck uh, visit on your way out. Am I, am I free to go, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You three are, you are free to go. Wait, it didn't, didn't exactly feel that way when we got dragged here. Listen, this is a place that does and doesn't have rules simultaneously. It is the rule of who is more powerful than you and who you are more powerful than. It's something that I'm mm. sure you'll get used to over time. Mm. So we so, saw that door, right? And we we all noticed the flash of 
purple light. That's correct. The door. Yes. Um, I have a, and tell me from a player standpoint, because I, I am learning this. Sure. I have a spell that is detect magic. Mm-hmm. Can I cast that spell to see if that is in fact magic? Or if it's does that ma- make a difference? Well, hold on. So look next to your spell. See how it, it says uh, V M and or S. I see V slash S. So that means verbal and somatic. That means in order to cast that spell, you need to like say magic words and like move. So understandable. You can't, you can't c- cast it without I being can't, noticed. Yeah, I can't just do it. So you right. turn to the right and go detect magic. <laughs> and and, and wave your arms around. Tesco's. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, so th- that answered my question. Never mind. Keep going. So uh, okay, bonkers and the jump. They owe twelve lots. Uh, and so, we're only going to get three? Listen, you'll get more over time, but you have to prove that you are able to do this job in the first place. What does the equivalent of one lot get us in something that humans can understand? I know nothing of what humans can understand. I tell you. So, Got you. I have a question. Of you have a, All of you have lots of questions. Yeah, we, we sure do. do. So you <laughs> said that the people who are more powerful uh, hold dominion over people that are weaker in this world now? Is that is that correct? Not just this one, but sure. Oh, okay. So by your rules, uh, I believe that Oof or whatever his name is. Um, now, as you say his name wrong, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that <laughs> that according to your rule system, he belongs to me as I bested him. If you would like to have a conversation with Umph as to who he is to you now. And he agrees to that. More power to you. <laughs> All right. So it's a, it's a it's a loose cast system. Yeah, it's loose. It's loosey goosey. <laughs> All right. I leave. She did not say loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I walk out. Goodbye. And she goes and sits down at her desk, and then just sort of sits stolidly, sort of doing mm. nothing. <laughs> like the you yeah. done talking to the NPC. Yeah. I give. Uh, I give. <laughs> Um, f- uh, another blueberry before leaving. <gasps> oh, oh, thank, thank, thank you, uh, Mayor. May can I? Can I? And she goes, "Um, you do whatever you wish." And then he goes, "Okay." And he pops the blueberry in his mouth, and his eyes, like little flames in his eyes, sort of pop up, like like he's he's sort of happy once more perhaps through the power of blueberry friendship he has uh gained a point <laughs> blueberry of happiness friendship <laughs> yeah first two are free um bring some lots next time <laughs> you are um drug dealer for a currency we know nothing about i like that james is just sort of setting up sort of an economic infrastructure for himself he's setting up for the future <laughs> As you leave Tessa Van Gorp's office, uh, she gets up and shuts the door behind you. Now, right. what do you guys do? So I, I want to just pull my my compatriots aside mm. uh, in the hall. I just wanted to kind of have some privacy mm. to talk. So what, what are we got? thinking, guys? <laughs> I mean, we talked to a statue. Now we've talked to like a weird gray monster blob thing talking about jobs and some kind of money I don't understand. James, yeah. I... I think I agree with you. Like we're, I don't want to juggle too many, too many favors, but I mean, if we're going to need money to make it here, I don't know. What do you guys think? Now that James can start charging for blueberries uh, Uh and umph's race likes the blueberries, (laughs) we should try and sell some of them. (laughs) 
That's an idea. That's to an gain idea. some lots. Mm, I, I think probably it's a business you guys shouldn't want to get involved in if you aren't already. I mean, that's just my advice, uh, having walked down that road. So, uh, just to be clear, um, are you guys at all concerned about your loved ones in the hell world, or are we just kind of accepting that they're dead? Or I don't have any loved ones. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty much a loner now. So, yeah. In fact, when Ryan invited me to his house, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get oh, to talk people. to somebody." <laughs> yeah. Again, this podcast wow. is weird it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird how much that is relatable to my situation. But I thought that I had a very specific situation. Uh, small world, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, when are we gonna record the next uh, podcast? HBO Boys podcast. Which is well, canon we're currently in, this in game. hell, so. Do we get HBO here? <laughs> this is hell. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Netflix too, for sure. <laughs> okay, so statue. What was the, um, remind me, what was the ask of the statue of Abe? He just wanted us to use his power to stop the curse. It was very vague. Okay, so we don't have like any instruction of where to go or what to do no it, well we we learned that morgan was like cast aside and was like mm. a big issue so presumably if we can learn more about morgan we can learn more about what happened and then that's why we went to where the morgan school used to be yeah and who are these the bonkers and the junk is that their names <laughs> the jump the jumpers oh well that now makes perfect sense yeah Bonkers and the jump. Where are are they located? Do we know that? We haven't taken the job yet. You haven't, but also you met the jump last time. Oh, yes. And you are aware of who these two individuals are. Yeah, they were the the freaking trolls, right? Yeah. They were the ogres across the street fighting each other. Okay. See, I told you we should have fucking listened to them when I was there. I don't know. You want, to, you want to befriend the people that we were trying to take taxes from? So, so I mean, hold on. Just, just, know, just to just lessen to, the blow a little bit, maybe. Just, I don't know. I think that will lessen the blow. I think. <laughs> I think if I was like, "Hey, Adam, I'm gonna need you to pay me your taxes," you'd probably be angrier at me than if I was just some stranger. But um, <laughs> I'd be like, "Chad, no, I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> also, but, um, it was made clear to you that they murdered the last one. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we have powers. Well, who way they might have too. I feel like we're about to go into a battle. I gentlemen. feel like I don't know if I want to take this job and I want to know what you guys think. I mean, we need to figure out something, something like what these lots, like, are we going to need these? That's what I don't know. I'll be real with you guys. Already, basically all of my needs are met. And so I'm just happy to, to be along for the ride. James <laughs> well, is proving incredibly helpful. <laughs> He's a wild card. I say just to get something rolling. We uh, maybe we can ask her for another set of people or persons to collect taxes from because we know who these people are. Be like, hey, listen, uh, can you start us off with something a little less intense? Well, see see, it, it really all depends. In that case, like, what's the value of the payout? You know, right? Like, that's th- what I was is, trying to figure out. Is three lots going to buy me a house or is it going to buy me an apple? Well, if they owe 12 for just taxes, we're getting like very small amount of someone's taxes as payment. Right. But it's three lots for each each 
Ryan asking you as the DM, is it three lots for each of us when we complete or three lots total for each time we complete? It is three lots if you complete the first one. Yep. And then past that, you get the inclination that it can be more. Okay. But also, I mean, you're free to negotiate with the demon. I say we go in and ask for more information on this. (laughs) All right. Take it away, Adam. Yeah, all right, so we're going to go back into the room. We knock on the door and go back in the room to see the mayor. When you walk back into the room, she is no longer sitting at her desk, and the room is empty. Of everything or just of people? No, it it is just Tessa is not in there. Okay. Okay. Well, I assume she probably went to that door. That was the only door in the room, right? Door and spiral staircase. I say the door because it flashed. So something happened and maybe she was aware, maybe not. So that's my best guess unless you have a better guess, Chad. Is the spiral staircase going up or down? It's going up. Presumably the roof. Mm. Or to another room. Or the roof. Yeah. Yeah, I'll follow your lead, Adam. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's go to the... Let's go to the flashy door. Okay, you walk up to the door and try to open it, and it is locked. If only there was somebody with us who's really good at getting into locked doors. Oh, man, James knows how to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I know how to get into locked doors because I love the YouTube channel, The Lock Picking Lawyer, and not because I do illegal things. Just to be clear. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see uh, Let's see if those YouTube videos paid off. Yeah. Uh, you see. can roll for that. Okay. Plus five. Pretty high. 16 21. plus five? The roll, that is. 21. Yeah. Okay. So it takes you a little bit. You are very adamant that you haven't picked a lot of locks, but <laughs> I, it, I think you have a lot of this in your background, perhaps. And you eventually do get it. The lock is undone, and the door is slightly ajar. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. He pulls out like a locksmithing yeah. kit. Like, and no, like, is, guys, <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to try my bet. Got it in one second. He's like <laughs> flipping the tools around his knuckles and stuff, and like, he's juggling them as he goes. I truly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what is the order in which you entered this room? I, well, James I guess is, I got lucky. James, <laughs> James, you're up front. Yeah, you lead the way. What you do? I'll take okay. the back. Yeah, I'm in the middle. You enter this room through the large, black, heavy door. You push it inwards, and when you get in there, you see this cavernous room. It's maybe 30 by 30, and in the middle of the room is a teleportation circle. And to be fair, I'm not sure you guys know what a teleportation circle is, but it's a large stone circle, and it has runes all around it. In that room, other than the circle, there is no one standing there. Assuming this is some sort of teleportation device. <laughs> we, we could... A teleportation circle, if you will. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. More, it's more, it's, I think it's a little more uh, egg-shaped or ovally. I'm going right. to call it a teleportation oval. Oh, love that. Love that. <laughs> Oblong teleportation oval. While you are having this conversation, the circle that is now in front of you starts to rotate. And by circle, I mean oval. I'm very sorry. The oval starts to rotate. (laughs) The runes light up one by one by one by one. It is going around and around and around faster and faster and faster. What do you guys do? shit, someone's coming. Yeah, let's get out of here. I I run out and I go up the spiral staircase. Same. We just follow. We just run up and out. Do you close the door on your way out? Uh, James would be the last one. Yeah, I'm polite like that. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I put the seat down when I'm done pissing. <laughs> As you run up the spiral staircase, the door is now closed, and you see a, for a moment, purple light happen behind the door. You then walk all the way upstairs, and you enter what looks like a very normal office. And there is a kind of, in a circle, three or four desks. At each of them are the same kind of nondescript, eight-foot-tall, gray. You don't know what these are, but they look a lot like Tessa. And they are all sitting there diligently working One of them who is closest to the staircase then looks up at you as you enter the room and goes, Ah, hey, can I help you or? Um, yes, you can help me. I seem to be a bit turned around. Uh, I'm trying to find Tessa. She had a job for us and uh, we're a little confused. Tessa? Tessa should be downstairs. You didn't see her there? No. Oh fuck. Um well I I don't I don't know. Can you guys give me a perception check? Hey, natural twenty. I did poorly. I got a three. Adam and James, <laughs> but especially Adam, uh James who got a sixteen, you notice that on the walls of this room are maps of Clinton. On the mm. desks in front of these four large creatures are piles and piles of maps. It looks like, to you specifically, Adam, they are using some sort of writing instrument to make on the maps of Clinton squares. Sometimes they go down the sides of rivers. It looks like they are parsing out land. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I I don't think I should be able to help you anymore. I think I, I, uh, you, you got to go ask T- Tess about this. This is not above my pay grade. Well, if you see her, can you just tell her that um, we were that we were three of us were looking for her? Oh, yeah, sure. We'll do. Absolutely. We're 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 called Team Jack. Oh, James, Adam, Chad. Ah, OK. I understand. He begins <laughs> to write the Team Jack. We're here looking for Tessa. Got it. All right, Jack, off. (laughs) (laughs) You were waiting for that. (laughs) Now the podcast has ended now that the perfect joke has occurred. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, what do you guys do? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so because Chad was unable to see this or or did did not see this, I would just let him know, hey, Chad, when Mm -hmm. I was in there, I saw like different tons of maps of the town all over the walls and on the floor there was piles of these maps and it looked like they were creating plots of land and parsing out land across the town like in red squares all over the town i i i I saw that i don't know if that means anything but it sounds like they may want to invade our town i i think they've done that part already (laughs) invade our town further (laughs) Yeah. So, well, here's here's what I'm thinking. It sounds like they're dividing up the town into lots. Yeah. And perhaps these lots that we can be paid are, in fact, like actual lots. Oh, yes. Good point. It does beg the question, though, how we're going to collect 12 lots from someone. Mm. But <laughs> I assume but they're deeded. Maybe we, we <laughs> that's need to a lot of lots. <laughs> 
Hey. It's just uh, <laughs> you know, a, a brief vision of, of the old James cracking through right there. Yeah. Uh, while you're having this conversation, <laughs> you hear footsteps coming up the stairs. And Tessa. coming out uh, from the stairs is Mayor Tessa Van Gorp. Oh, Wonderful. Tessa, there Perfect you are. Perfect timing. Uh, Tessa. Speak of the demon. Team Jackoff is looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Humphrey. Very good. Uh, you just get back to your work. Uh, can we perhaps go back downstairs, gentlemen? Of course. Sure. Of course. Where did you go? We just we stepped outside your door for just a second. Oh, yes. I had some business I had to take up very quickly. You guys go back downstairs with Tessa. Adam, with your natural 20 still rolling here, on yeah. her desk, you can see a map that looks a lot like the ones upstairs, but this one is different. Not only are the places or lots, as you say, are sort of being parsed out on the map that she has, but there are purple dots all over Mm. her map. She walks over to the desk and sort of pushes something over that map and says, so you guys came back. Do you, do you need anything else from me or? I want six lots. You want six lots? Yes. How about you actually do the job and then perhaps we can discuss further payment? I want six lots. I want three now for accepting a job we know nothing about. And then I want three you know upon what? You know what? You know what? You drive a hard bargain. Umf is in the corner like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like having a fucking hyperventilating nervous breakdown in the corner that anyone is saying anything like this to. He's also rolling face. So. Yeah, he's fucked yeah, up. That's true. <laughs> he's, he's high, but still concerned, which should give you some indication as to how ominous what you are currently doing is. She, okay. she reaches into a drawer on the bottom of her desk and takes out three pieces of interrogative. This is actual currency. What do you want it to look like? You three can decide. Oh, this is a- so this is what a lot is. Yeah. What is a okay. lot? You it is truly a uh it can be paper, it can be metallic. What do you guys want the currency to look like? Ooh. I would like it to look like small like like maybe 5 inch long um like metal rods about okay. half the thickness of a straw. That's so specific. Half straws. And, and half straws. And I want I want their their uh, value to be determined by which color they are. So like a five lot is a blue one. Oh, yes. What's a one lot? It's green. Green. What's 10? Red. What, yeah. What's 20? That's got an answer for everything. Uh, purple. <laughs> what's 100? It's all of the colors striped. Ooh. <laughs> Every color visible in the human eye spectrum. Yeah. No, just just the, just the other five. <laughs> One colors. million colors just striped across. And the rare two lot oh. stick is orange. Ooh. It's still worth two, though. So. It's still only worth two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tessa reaches into that drawer and takes out three five inch long silver <laughs> rods that are about half of a straw and <laughs> what the fuck? and hands them to you, Chad. Her hand is almost as big as like the top half of your torso as she gently Jeez. puts it into your hand and closes your hand over them and goes three lots if you come back. Perhaps we can discuss more. Now, have I satisfied your request? You have indeed. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, please, get the fuck out of my office. Gladly. Okay, bye. So we walk out. 
Walk out and close the door. You can hear Umpy like, oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) All right. So I saw something very interesting on her desk, Chad. You did. You guys are talking, by the way. There are still like a lot of these large humanoid creatures walking around. They're kind of all side-eyeing you like, whoa, what are they doing in that office? And they're kind of just handing papers to each other. It looks like they're making up shit to do. Okay. Hold on one second. Let's walk outside and I have something Mm. to tell you. Okay. You guys walk outside the town hall. You're now in front of it. It is about 8 p.m. and the sun is now going down. You notice immediately in front of you as you walk out, not directly in front of you, but like hiding behind bushes and hiding near and outside buildings are those blobs that you ran into driving to CVS earlier Mm. in the night. And there are more of them than there were before. Oh, Mm. so there's more in darkness. I cast light. It's a 20 foot sphere. I, I pick up uh, like a rock and I cast light under the rock. So like wherever like the, the rock is emitting light into a 20 foot radius. As you cast light into that rock, a lot of the blobs that are in front of you, all the ones that you can see at least do sort of cringe backwards and avert their gaze or at least hmm. hide where their eyes are so that they're not looking straight at it. Interesting. Okay. I have information that I'd like to say, but I don't want to compromise with these blobs everywhere because they could be listening to us. Well, we could go back into Abe's into Abe's hole, right? Mm-hmm. You can enter Abe's hole if you'd like. Yeah, let's, en- let's enter. You know, I want to know. Premise. I want to know what Ryan thinks about everything that's going on. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been here for any of it, right? I know. Let's go talk to Ryan. <laughs> you walk across the street and down maybe less than a quarter of a mile. As you see Abraham Pearson School on your right, the Clinton Antique Center now imploded on your left, Bonkers and the Jump are still beating the shit out of each other. You can't comprehend mm-hmm. that they can just be still doing this, but like Bonkers trips Jump and he goes, what? You got me? Fuck! And the blue square portal opens up in front of the Abraham Pearson School leading down into Abe's lair as you arrive. What the fuck, Abraham? He has his hands on his head, still just kind of looking downwards as you left him, and he looks up as you enter. I say, you did not properly prepare us for what we're dealing with out there. What? What what was out there? What, what, What are you dealing with? There's all sorts of giant gray monster things. And then there's two fucking ogres fighting across the street. And it, they keep calling it heck on earth. Oh, heck on earth. Yes, that, that does make sense. It's what the prophecy foretold. Listen, you guys are my eyes and ears. I uh, Anything that you learn, you must come back and tell me because you truly are teaching me more than I could ever know. So you don't know anything about what's going on. I wish I did. If I did, then I could be more helpful, I suppose. Boy, do I have some information for you. (laughs) (laughs) If you disseminate all of... I won't make you just... Or make the audience sit through that. But you disseminate all the information that you've uh, recently gathered from the town hall. Also, you see NPC version of Ryan at like a newly constructed workspace in the back. He is sitting and he looks like he is polishing a watch. Mm. Abe hears about the map. He hears about the room of maps. He hears about the teleportation oval. And he hears about Tessa's map with the dots all over it. Perfect. And he goes, hmm, well, I suppose that 
The maps must mean something. What they mean, I don't know, but maybe obtaining those maps would be helpful in figuring it out. All right. I should have taken one. So new goal. We we want to try to get these maps. Yeah. Ryan, the NPC, runs from the back as he kind of now hears your voices and is like, guys, oh, I tell you, I have had a productive three <laughs> hours. I just went out really? there like by myself, which was ill-advised. I walked yeah. down the street. It was crazy. Blobs everywhere. I dipped I dived, and then I went into my dad. He used to have an office across from the post office, so I was like, let's go in there. Let's see what's uh, going on in there, and I tell you, it was (laughs) fucking weird in there, man. There's just, like, nothing in there at all anymore, except there's a vault in there. I went into that vault, and... I uh, I met a guy. Oh, Oh, that's so great. Did you guys hit it off? Nope. In fact, he offered to end my life. I politely declined. Okay. And then he offered me a job. And I was like, yeah, I'm in the Abe's lair, not doing nothing. So, sure. He handed me just like a bucket full of pocket watches, and he told me to polish them. So, I've been polishing them right up. It has been a lot of fun. Oh, by the way, and he runs back to uh, where he was working and then comes back to you and hands Adam Mm. two green lots. And he says, excellent. Yeah. So he he paid me up front. And uh, the more I polish, the more he gives me. It's a pretty sweet deal. So, and I can't use them in here. I I have no idea where to use them. This this isn't a sex thing, right? I hope so. (laughs) I fucking hope so. God, I hope so. Ryan, you should continue polishing those watches and we'll <laughs> okay, come back he here. <laughs> and okay. he, he just keeps he's like, oh, polish away, baby. Wonderful. We're Well, we now have a steady income. We're going to steal, steal Ryan's lots. <laughs> Apparently. All right. So here's, here's what I propose. <laughs> so we want to get these maps. You think these maps are going to be helpful to us? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I think if we just walked back in there, she might get a little suspicious. So yes, I think we should collect our taxes. Okay. And when we go back in there, try to devise some kind of plan to snatch some of those maps. Okay. Um, Well, what I gathered out of that teleportation room and, and the map that had a bunch of purple dots on it is that all those dots are different teleportation rooms. So hmm. did you happen to see if there was a dot on the town hall? With his 20, he gathered that there was a dot, in fact, on the town hall. Okay, yes. Yes, there was a dot on the town hall, which made me believe that each one of those dots is another similar teleportation rune room that hmm. will guide you. So it, I would say that that room leads you to another room, leads you to another room if you chose to. It's like, a, like some kind of teleportation network. Yeah, across the town. So many ovals. So many ovals. Ovals Ovals (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) So I wonder if we could do this first job, get the taxes from Bonkers and the Jump, and then attempt to run up and grab a map off her, grab that map off her desk. Well, here's what I'm thinking. You and I both can make magic hands. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have mage hands. That's right. If we can, like, you could make them clap. (laughs) That would be fun to see. I feel like that might not be productive. <laughs> okay. Just a thought. Throwing it out there. Here's what I'm thinking. So while we're doing our, our business, yeah. we can cast those those hands behind her. We and could. so like we're kind of being our own distraction. In unison. And then the hands just need to like pull the stuff, I guess, out the window or or yep. something if we can figure out how to open a window. 
or have it float to the ceiling and then when she turns around, have it go out the door with us. Something like that. I don't know. That's a thought. The thought. James, what do you have to add to this? Mm, I mean, she wasn't even there when we came back this in the second time. Why don't we just go in a third time? And if she's not there, we just take it. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> but what do we say if she sees us? Just leave that to me. Oh. <laughs> I say as I pop another blueberry. Yep. Oh, my oh God. God. You know, back in Japan, they used to call me Mr. Charisma. <laughs> And just now, I'm feeling like Mr. Confidence. Okay, what do you guys do? Do you want to go with James's plan where he just goes in and then he can take it? Or do we actually try to do this lot tax collection? James, you're pretty sneaky. Do you think you could sneak in there? I mean, I think I could pretty much do anything right now, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Full of confidence. So, so before before your blueberry kicks in fully, do you do you feel confident that you could you could sneak in there and talk your way out? Yeah, I can't overstate how confident I feel I can do that. <laughs> I think we got ourselves a plan. I think we got a plan. So you are walking back to the town hall. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. As we leave the place, though, I kind of want to scout out uh, the the two brothers that are fighting and just kind of get a sense for like like obviously they're tough. Like, they've been fighting for hours now. So yeah. are they, like, looking tired? Let's let's see if we can um, Assassin's Creed eavesdrop on them, like I said last time. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can see from afar that they are very sweaty. Especially now Sexy. you can see the, the rock light that you have that is pointed somewhat towards them. The sweat is glistening in the night. Mm-hmm. The hole left over by the antique shop. How deep is it? From where you are, you can't see the bottom. And they're fighting like around it, right? Right in front of it. Okay. Do we have any like staggering attacks that would make them fall in? I've got like a magic missile kind of thing, which might help push them. Maybe you both do your magic hands and you make them clap so hard they blow everything (laughs) away. I don't think my magic hand is that strong. Okay. Just an idea. You know what, Adam? Let's let's yeah. you, I'm gonna, I cast Mage Hand. Let's just clap our hands once so James can okay, can get his Mage little, Hand. We 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 clap. Clap. Okay. As you begin to clap, bonkers <laughs> and the jump. Oh, here here we go. One being mm. gray, completely nude, dick swinging in the wind, as you might recall. Yep. <laughs> the other purple with a handkerchief over his genitalia and fingerless gloves on. They stop fighting each other for a brief moment to look at what the sound is. And they are both now looking directly at you. And you hear one of them go, oh, fucking turn that off, dude. Turn that off. You're fucking you're blinding me, you fuck. I, I turn it off. Thanks. And they they look at each other and start beating the shit out of each other again. They seem like kind of like weirdly friendly. Yeah, and that those two mage hands clapping was a lot cooler in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? How what, like are they between us and the town hall? Like, do we have to go through them or around them to get back to the town hall? You have to go around them to get to the town hall. All right. So let's make our way around them. Okay. Okay. We're not dealing. We're not going to deal with them yet. No, I don't think so. Okay. As you pass them by, you do notice that in back of them where they're fighting, they seem to have taken cars that have been left in the street and piled them on top of each other. And then they took smaller cars and put them around the piled up cars, Mm. sort of looking like a makeshift desk 
and makeshift chairs. They also, by the way, kind of always uh, at some point push one another into said desk. And then both of them, before they start fighting again, put a car back. Like they fix the thing that they made and they're like, okay, and that's done. And then keep fighting again. (laughs) On the car desk, you see six beach ball sized styrofoam looking spheres with wires coming out of them that connect straight into the ground. Mm. So you're on your way to the town hall, right? Yes. Okay. As you walk, it is getting darker and darker and darker. You see the blobs sort of encroaching upon you immediately. Yeah. Once we get out of, out of, I shot of the guys. I'm going to cast light on another pebble. And the same thing happens where they see it and they're like, oh, no, fuck that. And they uh, sort of get back. Okay. But now this time they're not hiding behind anything. They are sort of just looking down. So they're lining the road uh, as you walk, Mm. not coming towards you, but also not backing away. But if we go up to them towards them, will they back away like the closer the light gets to them? Or are they just chilling? You sure can try. I try. Okay. As you go up to one of them with the light, they do take like one blop back. and (laughs) (laughs) Blop? Yeah, they don't have legs. It's just sort of... They look black. like they look like <laughs> opaque black dittos, basically. Who, okay, you know what I mean. Yep. yep. But like really tall. Yes. Yeah. But they're like six feet tall. They're like jacked dittos. They're like ditto dildos. Like ditto oh dildos. They're exi- they're not. N- <laughs> you know what? I want that to be true, but it's not. Thanks. Oh, so man. you walk towards one of them, and it does back away slightly. But as you do, the ones who are at the sides do come in further, sort of trying to make a horseshoe around Chad as you hold the light up. So they're backing okay. away, but they're also uh, kind of creating flanks on either side of you. Is there a way to see if like they're preparing to attack us, of like, or see a motive? That could be an insight check. All right, 15 minus one, 14. With a 14, you do get the feeling that they're not big fans of you. They don't like mm. that you have the rock light and uh, they want that to stop and they want you to either not be near them or be dead. Was the light on in the mayor's office? No, there was no actual light above you on. There was only light coming in through the windows. Okay. Yes, because they were up there. Okay, so I'm not going to, um, when we get close to the town hall, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dispel my light because I don't want to you know we're, we're trying to sneak in i don't want to be yeah i don't want to walk in with a beacon <laughs> <laughs> are you all three walking into the town hall no I, I think i think the stealthiest of us should go in and he can um that would be james that would be james i will cast james you have a pocket right oh yeah i'm okay. wearing cargo shorts man <laughs> i got so, at least eight pockets the the plan is you're going to sneak in, and if if no one's in the room, you're going to steal some some papers, right? That's right. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to take another pebble and I'm going to put it in his pocket, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast light on it in his pocket, and I'm going to close the pocket so you can't see the light. Okay, James, when you get up there, if it's if the coast is clear, I want you to take this out of your pocket, and we'll watch the window for the flash, and then put it back in your pocket quickly, just like a flash of light, and then when that happens. Adam and I will cast Mage Hand, and you can hand all the papers to us, and we'll bring them back to us. Sounds good. That way you can sneak out, and you won't have the papers on your person. So I throw the papers out the window. Yeah, well, you hand them to us, so they're, yeah, again, we'll, they're not- Yeah, we'll grab them with our Mage Hand. Yeah, we don't, you don't want to, like, throw them all over the floor, either. You want to, like- Like, place them in our Mage Hands. In our Place them in our Mage Hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, how's that sound? Sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's so, still rolling face. <laughs> I'm going to now treat this as two separate parties. The two that are sitting outside and yes. James going in. We will take care of the two sitting outside first. Are you guys trying to hide at all? Or are you just standing there? We want to make sure we have a good vantage point of the... Um is the, is the, we would know this from being, you know, people who live in this town. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> where, where is the mayor's office, like in relation to the building and the road? If you walk in the front door, it is yeah. down a hallway to the left on the floor that you walk in on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's that first corner, like office. Okay. So, so we can hide side. in like, yeah, we can hide in like the trees to the left. In, in the, we can hide into the tree lighting tree. Let's hide in the tree lighting tree. The tree right that there. is a the town Christmas tree. The Christmas tree town. Okay, town Christmas so tree. Uh, both of you, please roll stealth checks. Well, no, we need to make oh. sure we need to make sure that we're within thirty feet of the window. Sure, there are bushes that line. Yeah. the outside. You okay, can, you can the, be in the bushes, and but you still need bushes. to roll stealth checks. Sure. All right, ten. And Me too. Plus, <laughs> plus three, thirteen. Ooh. Adam, you roll a 13 and Chad a natural 20. A lot of, that's like the fourth or fifth 20. I know. In two sessions. Okay, Chad, you have never been more stealthy in your goddamn life. You are (laughs) true. You basically are a bush at this point. Uh, You grow (laughs) fucking. He's wearing a ghillie suit. You grow leaves, dude. You are stealthy as heck. And Adam, you are watching Chad be like, what the, how are you even? Okay, you're trying to imitate what Chad is doing, and you're doing a decent enough job. It doesn't look like any of the blobs that are outside the town hall currently notice that you are there. Excellent. James, you enter the town hall. How do you do so? I basically, I I pull the hood over my head Mm -hmm. uh, from the hooded sweatshirt that I'm wearing, and I've just, you know, very creepily, stealthily... Like I'm breaking into somebody's summer home on, you know, near the beach. This is very uh, specific. Do you know this from experience? <laughs> no, no. I'm just imagining, you know, I'm right. just imagining that I did this last week. And, uh, you know, just in, in, instead of looking for uh, a medicine cabinet, I'm looking for an office. Okay. <laughs> Roll me a stealth check as well. And you need to do so with disadvantage, please. Why? Because you're high as fuck. If you'd like to, if you'd like to negotiate, perhaps you have a strong <laughs> tolerance to oxycodone. But you've now taken two. Doesn't oxys. matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you have disadvantage. You had to roll. To roll again. Oh, take oh, the lower the... of the two. Oh, oh no. Yeah, but don't you have a still have a plus? Yeah. Somewhere? What's the modifier on top of that? Ten. Five. Five. Six. Okay. Five, six. So with a fifteen, you uh, gracefully make it down that hallway, kind of creeping from the outside of door to door to door, and you reach Mayor Tessa Von Gorp's office door. All right. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to press my ear up to the door. You don't hear anything. All right. I'm going to try to gently turn the knob. You still don't hear anything. All right, I go in. Okay. <laughs> As you enter, Tessa Von Gorp is sitting at her desk and looking directly at you. And her eyes are sort of vacant and completely white. With your 15, it doesn't seem like she's present, but she is sitting there. Okay, well, I kind of wave my hand, you know, in front of her face like a vaudeville act to see if she can see me. Okay, Uh, she does not respond or do anything. Okay, Okay. I probably wouldn't have done that, but all right. You're not, you're not inside, Tessa. Chad. Hey, Tessa. You were are a you awake? No, I don't Dude, do that. Dude, what, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Tessa. Uh, Umph is still in the corner, by the way, 
And he kind of looks up and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Dimes, what, what are you doing? Shh. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Oomph, oomph. I'm going to need you to take like three more of these and just relax, man. Yeah, that, that sounds good. give him three more. That sounds good, man. And he puts three more in his mouth. He goes, <laughs> and his head kind of goes back down. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now I'm just, I'm looking around for papers. Do I see any papers? It is as you left it. There is still a map on the desk of Tessa Van Gorp and it is right in front of her. Okay, then I, I very gently and quietly pick up the papers. Can you roll me a sleight of hand check, please? Do I still have disadvantage for being high? Uh, You can roll this one normally. I'm just picking up some papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus! Hey! Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! What is Natural this? Natural 20. <laughs> it's roll 20, dude. Did you hack into roll 20? Like, are you guys the developers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with a natural 20... Again, <laughs> you pick up the map and you roll it up in your hands. What do you do with it? I kind of stick it, stick it out the window and just kind of wiggle it up and down. <laughs> okay. I say, I say, Adam, he didn't fucking do the thing. I cast mage he didn't hand. Do, I know he didn't do the thing. I cast ma- the other mage hand. To what was I supposed right. to do? You're supposed flash to flash light. the light in the window. Well, oh, that's okay. fine. You it's did, fine. You did not do that. You were, he's so stealthy. He is waving the map out the window. What do you do? Well, you already cast it, so you can grab it, Chad. Yeah, I'll go. I, I go and I grab it. Okay. With my mage hand. You are now in possession of the map that was previously on the mayor's desk. James, what do you do now? Wait, I say, yes. Adam, cast your hand up there, too. Oh, okay. I cast mage, mage hand. Okay. I, ga- I hand you <laughs> the, the map. Okay, and I got the map. I, I, I make hand. my mage hand, like, point at James. Okay. And then I I make I gesture like a like someone walking and I make it look like he's jumping out of the window. Oh, so you're instructing him to jump out the window. I don't need yes. your I already thought of that. Okay. But I was going <laughs> to add another layer to it. And then uh, uh, my hand turns into a tiny person and it, it does a salute. <laughs> sure. sure. And then I, I do a thumbs up. That, what, what are you yeah, doing, James? That happens. Uh, I I go over to the door and I close it gently, so gently and quietly, and I and I lock it as well. Mm. This is going to be like the locked door murder mystery, like like in a Agatha Christie novel. Sure, you know everyone dies in those novels, right? And now I'm going to pop into the blueberry and jump out the window. I cast Featherfall. So, so you specific four three. So you now have thirty three blueberries total, and you've taken three in the last two hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Featherfall occurs. James floats to the ground. His eyes now buzzing from side to side. Most importantly, he can't feel his limbs. He lands silently. This is some <laughs> great shit. Oh, look at that, guys! You guys said that I was a loser and I'd never amount to anything, and I was wasting my life, and now I. I've got the map. I voted for you most likely to succeed in high school. <laughs> I never said any of those things. And, and do the Hey Arnold handshake with James. Yeah, I might be projecting a couple things there. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, Adam, you mind if I hold on to those maps? Uh, go right ahead. It is one uh, singular map, the link to which is currently in the HBO Boys Mod Meta Discord, and you can click on it and see what it is. As you three stand outside uh, and the sun goes down under the horizon, you are now looking at a map. 
So these are where we believe the teleportation areas are. They're not. They're ovals, Adam. Okay. Ovals. They're sorry. ovals. Yeah. The Jeez. rune ovals. Don't you know your shades? You fucking yeah. I'm sorry. You dingus. I thought it was a rhombus. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole different spell. Yeah. Totally different. <laughs> you all begin to leave the town hall premises. So you go back into the road, and I assume are heading back west. James, with a, a roll of 20 that I know was a, a stealth check, I'm going to apply it to what happens next as well. As you are leaving, you do see that Tessa Von Gorp is standing now in the window, watching you three leave. She then closes the window and turns uh. back around. In her office, the purple light shines once more from the door. The door opens, and Tessa Von Gorp sees who walks out of it. And whoever walks out of it says, Well, this is going to be more fun than I ever thought it could be. I'm starting to think we maybe shouldn't have gotten that map, boys. (laughs) I I love to death your ability to do nothing of what I want you to do. <laughs> oh, no. But it's I'm awesome. Sorry. It's great. It's wonderful. I, I assumed 100% that was funny. I just love that we're just walking back and forth between, like, the two I things know. to do. I know. <laughs> there is no place